other. Mainstream media. Government cover-ups. You want answers? Well, so does he. He's Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. And now, live from Austin, Texas, Alex Jones. The establishment or psychological warfare, one thing they do is they make the yuppies and the know-it-alls and the general public slaves who aren't even tuned into news. You know, there's the control paradigm of news, but below that there's the strata of people that just watch sports and act cool all day or you know, basically don't even know the three branches of government. They get them to identify with being ignorant, that it's cool to be stupid. In all these teenager movies and TV show, the guy that gets all the girls is the guy that doesn't care about politics or the world or history till the public becomes Miss Teen South Carolina who who can't even talk and then she's honored by the media for being what you're supposed to be like that it's cool and beautiful to be an empty-headed idiot who's going happily up the carousel at Logan's Run you know to be euthanized so they value their ignorance they value their bondage they they will say there is no such thing as a new world order for decades. Now they announce, oh, it's a new bank of the world, world government, carbon taxes, you'll pay to private banks. And we go, hey, we said that forever. And I've basically had major newspapers tell me, well, Alex, you're still basically crazy. The stuff exists, but you were just kind of lucky in your schizophrenia. You imagined all this, and now it's happening, but it's good, but you're still crazy. Or it goes further. This stuff exists. But it doesn't exist. It exists when the establishment says it, but then it doesn't exist when you say it exists but is bad. And they, and people value, they, they kind of get to look like, you know, the general slaves, like, hmm, I don't believe you. I mean, how was that done psychologically from your study? Reveling in the, in, in, in being idiots, reveling in being conned, reveling in being sterilized, reveling in dying of implanted cancers. Well, again, very good books have been written on this particular type of psychology to do with the masses. One very old book was simply called Propaganda, written in the 1800s. That was the start of it, and then Bernays picked up on it, the, the nephew of Freud. And people don't even know that, that uh, Freud's nephews are still advising British governments today on mass psychology, direct descendants from Freud. But Bernays picked up on it, and uh, he knew how to manipulate mass cultures to, to create what was called a sameness, a sameness, you see. Because the first step towards um, uh, government running the masses, the masses must be the masses. You can have no individuality. Therefore, at the same time, and Bernays, by the way, at 23 years of age, was picked to go with President Wilson to, the, to set up the League of Nations because they knew this was the embryo for a world government. And right from the, the beginning, they wanted to start to see how they could get diverse cultures all on the same direction. Uh, and he said the they would government. use feminism to break up the family as well. And he's the reason we eat bacon with eggs. They had uh, feminists walk with cigarettes smoking them. Yep. Uh, and they said that's even better. Then we can kill the women with the cigarettes, but it'll make it cool as we murder them. And the women are like, oh, I'm dying. I love being conned. It's just all just hardcore savage. Mm -hmm. But they also knew what they did. They, they broke down uh, man and woman through all the stages of development from childhood onwards and created massive marketing departments through Madison Avenue to cater to every single age group and gender, etc., with the intent that 50 years down the road they start to bring uh, the differences of the gender into the one same stream. And that's when unisex broke out, the unisex fashion.
cult society. Everybody looking the same, everybody talking the same, dressing the same, bowing to Globalon, and yeah. and and controlling all the other little fake niches and creating fake counterculture movements to carry new new world order changes in to make it trendy and cool to then progress people into the crucible when all it is is a is a furnace, a blast furnace, and like little moths, we're just happily flapping in. I love the government. I love the sameness. I'm a trendy. You know, right into the flame as they burn to bits. And you can even say, look at the moths being burned up. You know, look at all the girls dying of Gardasil. And they go, shut up. I'm giving my daughter the shot. The daughter starts having the convulsion. The mother claps. Oh, she's dying. Oh, I'm liberal. Oh, I'm murdering my daughter. Mainstream media. Government cover-ups. You want answers? Well, so does he. He's Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. And now, live from Austin, Texas, Alex Jones. Uh, Alan Watt with us for the rest of the hour. I've got a lot of news items I want to throw out at him. But I also want to open the phones up starting in the next segment. Any issue, any item you'd like to ask Alan Watt or myself. Again, I'm Alex Jones, your host. The websites are prisonplanet.tv, jonesreport.com, infowars.com, and uh, many, many others, the obamadeception.net. Alan, continue in this segment getting into uh, their master plan, but also from your perspective and research, why they're accelerating their program so much. Because according to a lot of their documents and statements, they plan on having the world tax, world government, world regulation in by stealth by 2000. By most yardsticks, they're about four to five years behind. Uh, but o- overall, they are very optimistic that their new world order is now forming. How does the swine flu tie in? Obviously, a federalization, internationalization grid. The UN is now bragging that under level six, it's been the entire time uh, commanding the entire structure. They're now saying forced inoculations are coming on every news channel. It's for your own good. Training us, we've got to be locked down. Brigade Homeland, NORTHCOM's got to keep you safe. Oh, foreign troops in FEMA National Level Exercise 2009, they're preparing, working with our military to, quote, deal with American terrorists. This is from FEMA's own website. So right now it looks like they're accelerating the change. As Lenin said, there are times in history when more happens in a month than happened in the previous hundred years, to paraphrase. Uh, so they're, clearly we're entering a jump point. Are we in the major flux point, the flash point, the jump point of change, or is this acceleration of change just a prelude to a bigger cataclysm of massive change coming in the future? And when is that date from your deep research, Alan Watt? Yeah, we're going through the preparation for it now. Uh, since 2001, I always look back and I say, my God, look how many crises and fake crises and false crises we've had since 2001. Uh, we've had uh, the environment uh, hit us at the same time. Oh, my God, the climate change, global warming, and taxes for all of that at the same time. And the terrorist. Terrorists, they, they're just everywhere, like the movie Brazil. No one ever finds them, but they're supposedly all over the place. And then the coming pandemics and plagues at the same time. We've, and then the banking crash. They gave us a banking crash just to make sure that we got the message. And then they bail out the banks. And at the 
said they're going to give billions of dollars to third world countries uh, to help their environment and so on. I mean, this is impossible. If this was spread over a 20-year period, with every single event, we'd have time to think and talk and say, I don't quite grab this, it smells wrong. But once they get the people in a stampeding mode, and that's the training of it, we're being stampeded into simply being scared and obey authority, then they can speed it up. In fact, they must speed it up and give us one incredible scenario after another. In fact, that whole flu drill was a preparation for a real release in the future, is what I said, clearly. And then they, they actually came out and said that. Oh, we use this as a drill. That's it's right. coming this fall or next, and it's going to kill a whole bunch of you. We guarantee it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so will it be a release flu that kills the people, or is it going to be those inoculations? As they inject people and they get sick and die in front of everyone, we know the Gardasil and the Factor 8 and all the other... Uh, soft kill murder operations are beta test of their killing systems, but also beta testing the response and turning everybody dying of cancer and diabetes into a cause celeb and balls and everyone wearing ribbons and oh, you, your hair is falling out. And when the movie stars, they're all dying too. It's so cool. We're part of it. We get attention. It's, again, they just put everything into a process. It's all processes. It's techniques, actually. And, uh, the, the thing with depopulation, as you say, is we're all in it together. In a war scenario, that's a common slogan you see plastered every, everywhere. We're all in it together, to get us all working along the same path. We all suffer together. We all oh. die together. And what you've got um, so also sweet. at the same time is the cult of celebrity, because the celebrity is really part of uh, culture creation and manipulation. Everything comes from the top, what the stars say. And in fact, the stars override even the scientists. If you get a famous star to come out and talk about environment, the people will just gobble it up and think it's true. So uh, it, we're, we're managed in a scientific manner perfectly. But the but, elite don't have total control because 37,000 top scientists send a detailed paper and a signed petition, but it gets almost zero news coverage, and Al Gore laughs and says they're all conspiracy theorists that think we didn't land on the moon. That's right. And, and we must remember, too, here's, a, here's a, an ominous thing that people don't generally think about, because we're trained to believe, and we have been deliberately trained to believe that the medical profession is just there to help you. When you go into the history of the big factories, the big um, corporations that create vaccines, you will find that they are part of the military-industrial complex. They're on the cutting edge of dealing with, with the killer viruses and killer bacterium, which is part of bio-warfare. They all come out of Cold Springs Harbor and the Kaiser Wilhelm Institute and the big medical facilities in England, and you'll see the founding directors and then their sons and everybody else are all public eugenicists. It's like the IBM human genome run from Cold Springs Harbor Last year, the director comes out and says blacks aren't humans, basically kill them. And I'd already put him in Endgame saying he was one of the top technicians coming up with the eugenics op. And I mean, and, and, but, but the big secret is a lot of racists go good, kill the blacks. What those stupid racists don't understand is the elites are really tar- trying to target Northern Europeans. Who, and these are Northern Europeans themselves involved in a lot of this because they see Northern Europeans as their potential competition. Yes. Because out of, out of uh, northern Europeans, they've always had uh, antagonism. They've always had rebellions, you see. And uh, there, there's more individuality by nature. It's inherently uh, in the northern European. We're not a collective society as such. We're not uh, like China, a history of collectivism. 
uh, therefore, in fact, the United Nations has said, uh, and the League of Nations before it said the same thing, their enemy to world order was individualism. Individualism has to be eradicated. But getting back to, to the laboratories, you look at Baxter Laboratories. Now, Baxter Laboratories, we've got to remember, was paid by government. They're, they're combined with, with bio-warfare departments. They were paid during World War II um, uh, to come up with different bacterial and viral warfare uh, uh, ingredients, etc. But they were also part of IG Farben uh, that created the Nazi war machine. Uh, they've always been involved in, in this kind of, of uh, thing. You cannot be involved in dealing with viruses uh, purely to, to, to kill them off. Uh, the military is always in hand in glove with you, or hand in hand with you, because you're on the cutting edge of evolving these viruses into killers as well. They're so advanced, they can give you a shot for, for whatever they tell you it is. You'll never know what it is. They, the guy who gives you the shot can't analyze it. It's all based on faith. And they can give you a booster down the road that triggers off the first shot, and down you go. That's how, how perfect they have bio Yeah, that's called a binary, binary weapon. They actually wrote papers on that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as you properly said, it's, and even Dr. Sock bragged about it, when they give you, say, an SV40 cancer that's been engineered... It's designed that at a certain hormone fluctuation in the body, it triggers and then starts the replication attacks in the human body. That's right. You, you, if your testosterone starts dropping in thirties, well, bang, you're done with a cancer at thirty-five. Nah, it's good though. And now we have people at twenty getting their Alzheimer's. It's normal. Yeah, isn't that amazing? It's beautiful, it? Alan. Something beautiful's about to happen, like they say in two thousand one. That's right. It's Something beautiful. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Something wonderful. Oh. But that, that's how it, how it is, and we've got to understand, as I say, um, these big international corporations and laboratories are all part of a military-industrial complex. A book was written in, uh, after World War II, actually it was written about the 90s, 1990s, by a Toronto Star reporter who got hold of lots of declassified information from the Canadian, U.S. and British governments that all worked together. The book is called Deadly Allies, Canada's Secret War. And those guys, during World War II, and Canada led the field, uh, they could get a virus, on, a common virus, turn it into a killer within about an hour in what they call the fast breeder. They were so far advanced in World War II, and guess who, who was all on board working with them? The same big uh, pharma companies that deal with making your inoculations. And all run by eugenicists on record. But, Alan, shouldn't we just trust them? That's it. That's the, that's the, the double thing that folk get into. Uh, they've got all this propaganda on television, mainly through fiction, television series on, uh. Yeah, where the backwards kook, racist, scum, child molester doesn't want to take the shot. Every TV show, every drama. But then the, the women always figure out on the show and they make sure the kids get it and then the kids' lives are saved. That's right. They know best. And they can't. That's why they're going to take the Gardasil. They're going to show you, Alan. They're not going to listen to you. No. They're with the government. Oh, ha, ha, ha. So that, that's the key to it. As you say yourself, the, the statistics are out there. We are being sterilized. We've been getting sterilized for an awful long time. We know that the, some of the various culprits that were deliberately put in our food, the bisphenol A and all the rest of it, they even classified melamine which is a plastic uh, product, uh, as a protein. This is oh, yes. Oh. For baby food, because there's one little, one little 
part of his molecule in a certain chain could be recognized, could be, with a lot of money helping it along. Exactly. They admitted attacks all organs, causes kidney failure, causes cancer, was always listed as deadly. Now they came out last year and said, you know what? Melamine's actually good for your child. Just like they nationwide say mercury's now nutritious, Alan. Yeah. You're a crazy... You're, are you crazy? You don't yeah. like mercury? Yeah, and they actually put the, the melamine in baby food. And they know darn well it sterilizes the male child very early on. Man, we got a radical on there, folks. He's saying melamine, plastic toxin, isn't good for babies. He's even saying mercury isn't good. Everybody knows vitamin M's good. Man, we're radical. Whoa. This show is just incredibly kooky. The government's right. Mercury's good. Alan Watt, man, you're extreme. I sit here joking around a little bit, hoping that people out there watching this later on YouTube and Google and Blip TV and across the web will, for God's sakes, find out Gardasil's killing a bunch of people that take it and causing autoimmune problems with other women and is clearly a sterilization uh, weapon. This isn't a game. Mercury isn't good for you. They think you're so stupid now that they get on the news and say, your child needs mercury. And I've played the news clips here probably a hundred times. I'm not going to play it today. You know, they won't believe it. Cue up Mercury, good for you. Get me the YouTube. The point is, I've also got to know where they say lead's good for children. Lead isn't good for children. We're going to go to your calls in a moment. But th I have just as a layman studying the psychology, they're trying to shock us. And I want you to speak to this and we're going to calls the next segment, Alan. They're trying to shock us when they say, yes, we're torturing people's children in front of them, but it's to fight Al-Qaeda. And then Jack Bauer does it on the TV show 24, and everybody sits there, the new hero, the new John Wayne tortures kids. So it's predictive programming you talk about. You know, they're modeling as social animals off of this. They try to shock you saying on CNBC, lead is good for children and it's good for the economy, quote. Or mercury's good for children, the feds say. They're trying to make it, or killing Khalid Sheikh Mohammed five or six times before they captured him, or killing Chemical Ali 12 times, and killing uh, all these other guys, Zarqawi, 14 times, and then never retracting the last time they killed him, or the CIA openly announcing they're doing a destabilization campaign to stage the election upset uh, two years ago, and then saying we have nothing to do with it, and Obama saying I won't sign signing statements, and then lying and saying I never said that I'm going to do it, or I'm going to raise all your taxes, and saying I never said I wouldn't raise your taxes. I mean, it's it's they're practicing lying to us to kind of bludgeon us into submission. Well, how would you boil down that psychological phenomenon or tactic? It, it literally is an extension of what we heard before: shock and awe, shock and awe. Uh, you can either use it with the massive bombardment on physical realm or soft bombardment. We call it soft bombardment through massive propaganda. We are hit with conflicting messages on the same topics uh, all the time. Uh, and ultimately, they know that the public, because they're trained, will always go ultimately with the expert opinion. Uh, and they won't critically think through any opposing opinion. Uh, so it's shock and awe on the public. They train the public, in fact, not to even start to even even try to think about something. They're telling you it's too too uh, complex for you to understand. 
the expert. Yeah, it's learned helplessness where the studies with the rats or puppies where they shock them, where they finally just give up in the corner catatonically. I agree. They're just putting up. They're also setting the precedent that, that they lie and don't get in trouble for it. They've been doing that for so many years. I mean, I, I get to laugh at people actually chanting slogans that are given by Madison Avenue, uh, like change is good, without ever asking what change do you mean. Define change. Define the changes. No one ever did. No one ever did. And, and Lenin said, we shall win by slogans, the use of slogans. And it works. It really works, because people don't ask. They, they don't ask beyond the, the slogan. It's like Orwell's an animal farm, uh, the sheep, uh, who are taught the slogan that four legs are good, two legs are bad. And then halfway through it one day, uh, the pig is given the, giving the instructions. He says, two legs good, four legs bad. And the sheep automatically parrot her off without realizing they've just demeaned themselves. <laughs> well, exactly. First they go from four legs good, two legs bad, to four legs good, two legs also good, mm -hmm. to four legs good, two legs better, to two legs good, four legs bad. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. And until so they're still chanting what sounds to them to be the same thing, and they don't critically even analyze what they're saying themselves. And meanwhile, with repetition, they're, they're, they're actually um, convincing themselves of, of the truth of it, the truth of it. Well, I was watching HBO this morning. I forgot the name of the documentary about free speech. They've been hyping it big time, but I'm on the treadmill watching it. And it was all about liberals. We love free speech, but the evil right-wingers are trying to take everybody's speech. That made it a left-right issue. When meanwhile, it's the left that just passed through the House a hate crimes bill that will completely ban free speech in America, saying if something you said hurts somebody's feelings, it's yeah. a federal felony. And then meanwhile, it makes it all about how the right wing wants your free speech, so we've got to take theirs. Again, it's just all complete crap. It, it is. Uh, you, you are seeing, really, uh, a perfected technique that was, uh, that was tested and improved under the Soviet system. And I've mentioned so many times that the Rees Commission with Senator Norman Dodd did find out in the 1950s uh, when they investigated the tax-free foundations, uh, the big Rockefeller and Ford Carnegie, their job was to unite the Soviet system with that of the West. We're seeing Soviet techniques now introduced in the West and have perfected. They have been perfected. Stay there, Alan Watt. We'll be right back on the other side with phone calls and a lot more. Cousinsofmatrix.com, Infowars.com, PrisonPlanet.tv. More straight ahead. Take your mercury. We're on the march. The Empire's on the run. Alex Jones and the GCN Radio Network. I hear the train coming. It's rolling around a bit. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in fools in prison. And time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps rolling on down the sand and road. That's called the Mopac Express, and that railway runs right by my office, right down to San Antonio. <laughs> the very railroad Johnny Cash is talking about. Just to watch him die. I hang my head. Going back to Alan Watt and your phone calls. He's going to be with us 20 minutes in the next hour. Then I'll blitz through news and information. 
I want to talk about some solutions with him, too, coming up in the next hour. Let's uh, talk to Frank in New York and Chuck, Mark, Maddie, Dave, and others. Please be quick. I want to take a lot of calls. Frank, you're on the air. Good afternoon, Alex. And uh, I just, and Alan, I wanted to uh, uh, just comment briefly on the show that I heard this morning, I guess, uh, rebroadcasted from yesterday. It was excellent. And I was so pleased to hear the young people now through the uh, uh, videos and documentaries uh, becoming critical in their analysis of uh, uh, the political discourse and the economic discourse that's affecting everyone's lives. The reason why I called Alan, and Alex, uh, I think you may find this interesting as well, I just have been spending the last two days reading the Bank of International Settlements Annual Report uh, for uh, this year called Rescue, Recovery, and Reform, The Narrow Path Ahead. And it's rather interesting uh, because I had heard the uh, conversation, I guess, on Monday regarding the person that was uh, uh, paying his bill with the uh, special rights uh, drawing instrument. And uh, I found it very interesting because in the annual report, the ratio of the U.S. dollar to the uh, SDR is 1.5. And I think the uh, well, what your guest had said regarding his transaction was of 3.1. So apparently it can be floated at the discretion of the bank, which is rather interesting. No, no. Th this gives them, for those that don't know, a financial fiat currency for bank-to-bank, government-to-government, institution-to-institution, kind of Fortune 100, between themselves. And then we're all down here with these regional currencies that they also manipulate as part of their insider trading, a completely rigged game. And you notice that code word, the narrow path ahead, meaning dictatorial. They're going to hold everybody by the scruff of the neck, including a lot of the rich, who've got to do exactly what they say if you want any hope of ever having a recovery, which won't lead to a recovery. It'll just be a stagnation and a new lower plateau of standard of living then to another plateau as they manage our slide downward in their own words, because we're too greedy and live too well. I think that they would discuss the financial derivatives fiasco in the annual report, but they didn't. However, they did issue a statement on uh, May 18th stating that up until December of last year, there were about $584 trillion worth of derivatives worldwide, which... It appears to be very small, considering it's about 1.4 quadrillion, at least according to the uh, uh, figures coming, you know, from the uh, econometric institutions here in the United States and Europe. So it, it's a rather interesting discrepancy there. But I wonder. But that's kind of like a black hole the size of the Milky Way or a black hole the size of the solar system. If it's right up on you, it's going to gobble you up. Or they may reappear six months from now, and more bailouts will be needed worldwide. No, no, they're already they're, they're already saying that. Do you have a question for Alan Watt? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention, Alan, that uh, what you said uh, is nothing new to me. However, the model that Foucault talked about, uh, using Jeremy Bentham's uh, metaphor, the prison panopticon, seems to be here with the technology. And the sad thing is that many of these modalities were discussed. 60, 70 years ago, I was thinking of Harold Blaswell's National Security State uh, concept and book that it was uh, written 1939 to 1940, where he really outlawed a complete uh, 
Western sort of Soviet-style kind of national security state with violations of uh, accepted freedoms and constitutional Yeah, that's right. They use the threat to national security, then they build the shadow government around that. Now, it's it created this parallel government. Now, the parallel shadow government is coming out in the open and absorbing what's left. They've, you know, kind of like putting an egg in vinegar. They've been dissolving our shell turning our skeleton into rubber so they can more easily, like a demonic pelican, force us into their maw. Uh, thank you for the call. Let's get Alan Watts' comment on that. Yeah, and also, too, there's another technique involved, uh, written back about 1914, and H.G. Wells, who was an official propagandist for the Cecil Rhodes Foundation and the Fabian Society, two big players backed by the Astor family and their billions, uh, he's, he called it the world brain. He said, eventually, all uh, information will be controlled by a world brain, and this information would, would develop a brand new world culture, which would be under the control, of course, of those fittest to rule it. He's talking about supercomputers and so on. And they were talking in the 20s about putting drugs and things in the water, specifically fluoride, diet, injections, yes. and injunctions to turn us into gibbering slaves, and they've done an excellent job. Yeah, and Julian Huxley, the first uh, CEO of UNESCO, also advised to use this, this technique. Uh, but they also, uh, according to uh, Lord Bertrand Russell, another big player, who was also a member of MI5 and 6, by the way, um, he said uh, that um, they would also use the needle to make the people more compliant. That's what he said in his own book, The Needle. Yeah. yeah. I had a Wall Street Journal writer here the other day, and she was definitely on the prowl. Uh, I hope it's a somewhat of a fair piece, but I doubt it. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cower from it. Though I just may not have time for more stuff like that in the future. And I explained to her, I said, you know, sodium fluoride causes brain damage and bone cancer. And I was printing her mainstream articles. She goes, no, I know that, but she said the elite have to drink it too, like it was okay. And I said, well, if it's so bad, why do they do it? And she's like, and like didn't compute. She said, yeah, but they have to do it too. And I said, no, they don't. When Jay Rockefeller was here in town, I did a uh, radio show at a station years ago. This was about 12 years ago. And the other guy had a, uh, well, he owned a marina, big marina, and, and he also owned a bunch of boats you could charter. Big, you know, I mean, big for Lake Travis yachts, you know, things of the whole like 50, 60 people, really nice. And he would take rich people out and, 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 and captain it. And uh, Tabby Bluff wanted to scuba dive at the right time of the year in the Rock Bottom Lake. It's it's really a Colorado River canyon they filled. It's a 37 mile long lake. But long story short here, for dreaming about being on the lake and then I've been on going the lake in two years. I'm so busy, literally two years. I love it. I think about it every day. But the the issue is Jay Rockefeller was down here for two days with the SOS people surveying tens of thousands of acres they'd stolen through uh, watershed rules and. He was captaining the boat with some of the servants and people feeding him and all this stuff. And he also did trips, people down to the Caribbean, but that's a separate issue. And he said he sat there watching it, and, and they had caviar and food for everybody, but, but Jay Rockefeller and a few of his assistants, they had ice chests with their own food, their own servants, their own wine, their own bottled water. Yep. And, and by the way, it was a certain brand of Arkansas water that I later saw one of my friends was drinking, and I found all the Hollywood folks drink it. It's uh, the same of that green bottled water I got around here sometimes. point is, he had that, a uh, Mountain Valley, a uh, 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 Mountain Valley, right? Mountain Valley Spring. 
and uh, he had all these little packaged in paper, it couldn't be plastic, salads and food, and was all about how it was all totally organic and all had been grown on farms his family owned. Then I did a Google search years ago and found every that, that what you said, and, and the same thing with Prince Philip. I later saw That's him right. in a documentary about Windsor Palace. He has all his own fields, all his own beef. It was him on TV, on PBS, inspecting it and inspecting the grain and making sure nothing GMO was fed behind this walled city and how they have the meat and food flown around with him. Go ahead. Yes, and uh, there's an article in a British newspaper. Prince Charles, too, had over, I think, 80 to 100 farms. Tenant farmers worked on them. Uh, again, massive herds of, of Angus like, uh, beef. Uh, lots of uh, thousands and thousands of acres of, of naturally grown corn, etc., um, everything that you need. They do not need. To, they don't. They don't eat what we eat. There's no way. But plus, here's another thing too. Most folk don't realize that these very important people already believe that we are so contaminated with different diseases that they. And this was in the, this was in the, the newspaper in Canada about two year, two or three years ago. It came out when the Prime Minister of Canada was going abroad. All Prime Ministers and high-level bureaucrats and important people carry at least two pints of their own blood, refrigerated blood, with them wherever they go. That was in USA Today uh, that Al Gore has a whole refrigerator of blood that follows him. That's right, because they they believe they've already been successful in infecting us all with different kinds of things. They will not risk getting a transfusion from us. And this is standard procedure has been for the last uh, at least 15 years. Well, that ties into Bayer, knowingly for over a decade, over a million doses, just in one case, of factor eight, knowing it all had HIV and hepatitis, and their own documents came out, even MSNBC reported it like it was no big deal, knowing they were going to kill everybody. And they said, oh, well, Bayer was just greedy, didn't care. No, this was a religious sacrament. This was a murder operation, lovingly carried out. And so the public have no idea how far ahead these characters are. I've even been asked about the spraying and how can these guys be breathing the same air as we. Well, most of the time these guys are in their, their air-conditioned filter limos or in their air-conditioned filter homes. But they also, and someone sent me this thing, there's actually a collation device that goes in your vein and it's portable and you can strap it to your arm. No one knows you're even wearing it. And apparently it is just as effective as the renal kidney dialysis machines that can be set to take out any kinds of toxin. But it's so expensive, the public won't get it. And you well, well I want to add, there's certain areas they don't spray, like whitefish in areas where they stay most of the year now, where yeah. they're not chemtrailing. And I wanted to bring that up. They have admitted they've been chemtrailing since the mid-90s. They got a Nobel Prize in 92 for it. I'm making a separate film on that. And... We always said it's barium salts, it's aluminum dioxide, it's terraforming, but also toxic. They love multifaceted things that do, you know, that cover multiple bases. They love grand slams where they get to carry out multiple evils at the same time and consolidate power. And now they've just come out in USA Today and Associated Press and Reuters and here it is, Wall Street, Wall Street Journal two weeks ago. It's time to cool the planet with Kim trailing terraforming and the ingredients they list is exactly what private scientists studied it and said it was and then they go oh yes that was all just testing now we're going to start the real operation the earth's 20 percent darker and all the climatologists i interview say that 
looking at what they're spraying is actually heating the earth. So are they trying to cause more? I mean, we know they have weather weapons. I broke the you know the father of weather weapons, Ben Livingston, here on air. What they were doing with it 50 years ago, could, they could control hurricanes in the late 60s, Stanford Research Institute certified. But are they planning to engineer cal- bigger calamities and droughts and then say, oh, yeah. oh see, yeah. we've got to save you? But then but then cover it saying they're trying to fix it because That's we've exposed right. the chemtrails. Exactly. Now they've got to admit it. Go ahead. Yeah, in the, in the 1970s, I think 78, all the major countries, United States, Britain, and, and Canada, and so on, all signed an international agreement, a treaty at the United Nations on weather warfare. And people can go into it and check it out for themselves. In there, it tells you what they could do then. They could create earthquakes, droughts, floods, famines, and so on, all just with the harp technology and the spraying alone in conjunction. And Secretary of Defense Cohen, 1997, April 27th issue of Army Times, said the exact same thing. In fact, people don't believe it. Uh, type Secretary of Defense William Cohen, uh, Army Times, weather weapons, or 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 Secretary of Defense William Cohen, Army Times earthquakes. That'll pull it up too. Go ahead, Alan. And, and so what they can do is so simply now because this old technology is well tried and tested, and they have given droughts over the years to farming areas. They put lots of farmers out in Canada and the states either with droughts or floods. All at the same time, we always had the same flood in the breadbasket of Canada as you were having in the breadbasket of the U.S., and we're, we're getting droughts at the same time. So this is coordinated to bring down the food supply. But uh, they will convince the public with, with, with odd acts of weather warfare that we are as nature rebelling. That's what they'll tell us all. They won't tell. They, they can stand there and whistle in the wind and pretend they've got nothing to do with it because, because they'll never admit they're actually using it to terrify the public. And then the public will be more compliant and give up even more rights and allow themselves to be guided. Well, it's just like the New World Order. All these decades, we had their documents, their statements, their videos, their books. We go, look, they're saying it. And the public would say, that's fake video of David Rockefeller. The Rothschild family doesn't exist. I remember hearing that 15 years ago, that (laughs) they didn't exist, that the CFR didn't exist. Now they say, oh, it exists. We need a world government uh, to to uh, keep us safe, uh, and it's the same thing now. There's no chemtrails. They're not manipulating the weather. Trails have always hung there for hours at 2,000 feet. Uh, no, and then now they go, oh, we're spraying you. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have to say it, too. They'll t- they tell us that it could have drastic consequences if they were to go ahead and spray, meaning, meaning on human health. That's why when they started in 98, they couldn't tell the public what they were doing. They already know the catastrophic effects it's had on people's health with asthma. People at 40, 50 get diagnosed with asthma. People dying of bronchial diseases, they just can't get rid of the cough. Uh, they understand, they have, they have the pulse on the people all the time. They have all the data coming in from hospitals all the time, daily, and they know the effects it's been having and uh, what it's doing to the people. You know. Yeah, here is, uh, FAS.org, news.usa. You can also go to the Army website. And here he is. You, you, you guys just had it on screen with a control F. Uh, you can read it right there where he talks about. He says, uh, he quotes Alvin and Heidi Toffler has written about this in terms of some scientists in their laboratories trying to devise certain types of pathogens that would be ethnic specific so they would just eliminate certain ethnic groups and races. And others are designing some sort of engineering, some sort of insects that can destroy specific crops. 
Others are engaging even in eco-type of terrorism, whereby they can alter the climate, shut off earthquakes, volcanoes remotely, through the use of electromagnetic waves. That's the Army Times in April of uh, 1997. You can go to the top and show folks. But, but the issue here is that they now in September 20th, 2000, Rebuilding America's Defenses, written by Dick Cheney, he says we need to prepare the public with the media to accept race-specific bias weapons and that it's good. And even the Austin American Statesman wrote an article saying, oh, is Dick Cheney right? Should we kill in races? So... If you call somebody a racial term, the media cries, you get arrested. Oh, we love you so much, black people. But then it's like, should we kill all the blacks? You know, it's loving Oprah at the meeting. I mean, see, so it's like, oh, I'm a liberal. I'm Margaret Sanger. You're subhuman. I only want to kill for the earth. You know I love you. I'm sorry we have to kill you. Don't be racist. Because, again, if you're against the world order, you're racist. If you're against killing everyone, you're racist. I want to blitz through some news that have been coming up, but let's go back to your phone calls. He's going to be with us into the next hour. His website's cuttingthematrix.com. Our sites are infowars.com and prisonplanet.tv. All right, I'm going to move, try to move quickly now. I had one caller on for like five minutes. Mark in Oregon, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hello, gentlemen. <clears throat> go ahead, Mark. Yeah, Howie. Uh, how you doing, Alex? Fine. What's on your mind? Well, Alex, I, I uh, notice you're both. Uh, and I'm not being uh, destructively critical here, but I'm being constructively critical because the hour is getting extremely late here, okay? And if you don't realize that fully, then you'll continue on making movies and uh, trying to write a book, and they will have us down to about two months now from as we speak to get us all sick and die. And uh, you're no, really... I, the, the, uh, listen, this is you're, an incremental... You're, you're long hold on a second. On... Hold on a minute. I think you called a few months ago saying evacuate over the flu. This is all drills. And, and they incrementally ratchet things up. I don't think everything's going to collapse in two months, but go ahead. I'd like to think that you're right, Alex, and I hope that you are, but I don't think we can even begin to assume that when we've got a much worse one coming along, according to Janet Napolitano, uh, in about two months. Alex, Well, I hope you're, you're, you're wrong... I hope you're wrong, but yes, they are acting like they're going to drop something big in the next two, three months. And all I can do is, is, is do the best job I can. I don't have all the answers. And I sure would like to run off to the Caribbean with my family, but I'm not doing that. Uh, and so I don't really know what the, I mean, I understand your question though. You're saying, well, I mean, finish your statement. I'm going to get Alan Watts take on it. Okay. Well, Alex, the point of my call is, is that it's been long on knowledge and solutions to or rather knowledge and information to expose the evil, that has not slowed it down one bit. I've been watching it since 1978 when I learned of the Illuminati. I've been studying their moves. I've seen the progress that they have made in the implementation of their plan to kill us all, and that plan is coming up very soon to its end of the end game point. You can go out to the world 
Alan Watt can go out into the world. Dr. Stan Montes can go out to the world. So can Pastor Butch Paul and several other people get together and go out into the world and give global speaking tours, get some publicity, get some power of attention going in the people of the world. And let's get going somewhere, Alex, because the way we're going, they're killing us. And I love you, Listen, I I hear you, and I appreciate your call. Everybody gets frustrated by this and thinks, I've got the answer to save people. I don't have the money to go travel around the world and then to advertise to get crowds there. And then the media just ignores us. But I can sit here while the web's still open and reach millions of people every couple days now, maybe even every day. It's, it's really getting big. It's kind of kind of scary to have this responsibility. I'm just doing what I can do as best I can. The answer is all of you going out and speaking out. Alan? It's true, and I understand where he's coming from because, uh, you see, these people, these organizations have been at war with the world for hundreds of years and openly so for the last hundred years in their own publications. And, uh, of course, they have used this time to try and close every possible loophole to stop people saving themselves, if you like. Um, So I understand the frustration, but all we can truly do is to get people to individually become active and, if nothing else, planned for themselves and their families, etc., various contingency plans, to try and save themselves. I understand this. Uh, the whole world is, is in on this together. Um, and it doesn't matter, I think, where you run off to today personally. I, I think it's been going to be implemented across the planet at the same time. So where we like it or not, we're here in the middle of it and we've got to fight it right from here as best we can. As best we can. All we have at the moment is speech. That's all we have. And they are passing bills to eliminate that. And when they say it's illegal to speak out, we got to say, no, you're the criminal. We're standing up against you. Back in 70 seconds with Alan Watt in the final hour.